Over the course of the past 18 months, the inflation rate has continued to rise steadily. The exchange rate has been devalued about three times and the economy even slipped into recession. This week, economic backdrop affected the performance of asset classes um, to varying degrees. The climate is now filled with uncertainties, leaving investors with many questions than answers. Hello, and you're welcome to Maryport. I am your host, Ahmed Jinad, and today I have with me Adini Adebisi to provide some of the answers that you seek as an investor. Adini is an experienced wealth advisor at Meristem Wealth Management Limited. Welcome, Adini. Ahmed, thank you for having me. Alright, so um, this, this should be a very interesting one. I mean, in previous episodes, we've been all technical and all of that. So, as, as, an, as a wealth advisor, I mean, that has helped several clients to navigate through this tricky period, what are some of the most important questions that you've had from, from clients in your discussions with clients? So, I think that the pandemic was good, you know, and bad at the same time. But I feel, you know, it was more good than, than bad in my own perspective. And saying that is because, you know, you got a lot of good thinking, you got a lot of client you know, looking at the investment as a whole rather than as a unit, which means that the question of consolidation of their portfolios and also documentation and, you know, keeping proper records of what they, what they have. And those are the key things that happened in the pandemic. And also, people, you know, now understood more in detail how, you know, these events can affect you as an individual and also your investment. Yeah, so a lot of questions about foreign currency, a lot of questions about you know, returns and how, how, how soon or how, you know, soon would, you know, leave recession, for example, or how early, you know, are we going to have, you know, the exchange rate back to normal? Yeah, those are questions that, you know, that were repeated over and over again during and, the period. And um, if I can add, were you, did you get a huge shock in terms of a lot of investors maybe not even having an idea of what their portfolio looks like? And I'm, and I'm saying, Apart from saying, uh, maybe looking at their equity portfolios, knowing that, okay, I have this, I have this. But in terms of the universe of assets that they have, did it take you by surprise how a lot of investors don't even have that idea? And I'm saying that because, you know, during the pandemic, asset class performances were very divergent. And, you know, so it took a lot of, um, you had to do a lot of portfolio review, allocation in terms of, okay, where do I weight uh, my investments more? Which ones do I weight less? So, I mean, and then, you know, when you were responding to the earlier question, did you, did you get a, a, a huge shock from people not even knowing what their portfolio looks like? Okay, sincerely, you know, I'm not surprised. You know, over the years, this has been a trend. But the good thing is that I think lockdown really helped. So, you know, maybe it was boredom, maybe it was, you know, having nothing to do. But then people just had enough time on their hand to sit back and then look around out of boredom, you know, to check their document, their files and then be reconciling because some clients have investment generally but points that they have things they've done in their very early years you know in their 20s and 30s that they probably don't know how, you know where it is they have no idea how the company is performing maybe most of the times maybe in the form of the border land doing some sort of events in the past and can't even find documents don't know where the receipt is you know has not even entitled all paperwork so yes during that period all of that came up and just showed you that we have people who are just probably too busy you know, to look through these things, even for clients who are portfolio management clients, that was a client that you serve, you know, on a specialized basis, they still, they still don't, probably don't look at the report every month, 
you know, so but during this period, yes, they had enough time to review it, to ask questions, and then as an advisor, it felt really good because you're also able to explain your actions to, to the client and the results you're able to achieve over, over time. Uh, so going, going forward now, what would be the advice? Like, how can they make sure that they track what they are doing with their phones while not getting lost in, in the other things that they are involved with? So, you know, as the case is, plan is very, very... There is a structured approach to go about it. Okay, so yes, of course, there is a structured approach to go about it. But the point is, so it depends. So there are two sides to it. There are some investors that want to do DIY, do, do, do themselves. And investors who have transferred that responsibility to, you know, an investment manager to manage on their behalf. For those who want to do themselves, planning is very, very important. And documentation is also very, very important because, you know, you are here today, you know, no one is guaranteed tomorrow. And important that you protect your loved ones by documenting properly, you know, what you have in investment and also in documenting also, you know, completing your, your, what's it called, your, um, IPS. Yeah, not even IPS, I talk about your third party information okay. when it comes to, you know, any, any negative, any, you know, eventuality as, as cases. Yeah. So those things are very important that we document them. It's not, when you, when you say fill a form and fill all these details into it. It's not because somebody just wants to get your data and use it, you know, for, <laughs> I don't know, maybe for fraud or something. But the point is that every information that is captured, you know, from you is very important now, later on tomorrow. But planning is very, very important. Working with, and you know, working with and a, with, with a professional. All right. Very critical. Like that's very important. Because, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not enough to read the newspaper in the morning. Yeah. It's not enough to blog in the afternoon. These things, time is very, very important in investing. And opportunities that can, can be available, you know, in the morning and by lunch is no longer available. Yeah. And some people, you know, if, if you follow the, you know, so I don't chop, you know, but the point is that the markets that are very volatile that yeah, you, could, you could lose, you know, for example, the way, you know, during the lockdown, in the, the, the oil futures went, you know, negative. Yeah. So if you had a position, you know, during that period and you were not a trader, that understand, you know, the losses, stop loss, and all those details. You probably lose all your wealth yeah. before you open your eyes. And so, those kind of, so you need to work with somebody. You need to plan and to document. Oh, great, great. Thank, thank you so much. So, I think that sets us up nicely for uh, what's my next question. Um, so, and it has to be. I think this is where a lot of listeners will actually find interesting. And that is, that is, how should they approach um, these uncertain times in terms of investing and financial planning? And I give you, let me give uh, a, a little bit of more color to, to, to that question. You know, during the last, I mean, the most of last year, we had equities performing brilliantly while fixed income yields were dropping, in fact, dropping to ridiculously low levels. And, you know, a lot of people rotated out of, um, I mean, fixed income instruments. Yeah. But now we are seeing a reversal. Now, for a lot of people still have interest in equities, but they are saying, oh, are the prices too high? Yields are picking up in the fixed income market, and some people are saying, "Is it good to go in now, or should I just wait until yields are significantly higher than current levels?" You know, even in in real estate, I was discussing with um, a couple of my colleagues um, over the weekend, and the, the kind of rates they were telling me for for rent now, uh, especially in all these um, commercial areas. So, I mean, it, it it brings up that question that for investors who are sitting on funds and they are trying to invest now, um, what should be the approach? Is is there any advice about what to do uh, to maximize um, the return on investment? Okay, thank you very much, Ahmed, for for raising this. So you know, key to investing is that when you're investing, that's be a foundation to it. All right. And first thing is even knowing you know your risk appetite. 
that's your risk tolerance. The level of risk you can take and the shock you can absorb at every point in time. When you know that, that forms the foundation for your investing activity. And asset allocation is also very important. What you allocate to equities, what you allocate to real estate, what you allocate to fixed income. Are you, are you able to absorb you know, the volatility of equities and the loss that may come with it? You know, are you the type of person that just wants safe investment, go to bed and sleep, you know, and not be worried about anything? Are you the long-term investor that looking to, you know, capture capital gain on your real estate investment? These things are very important because when you know your risk appetite, you can determine that, then it gives you a foundation to be able to allocate your assets. And very important thing that happened, you know, when you're into lockdown is having a diversified portfolio. Feel like it's diversified enough, you know, to be able to balance during this type of shock. If you are, for example, during lockdown, if you're 100% weighted, you know, towards fixed income. You probably, your income and you're retired, your income will probably be almost zero because treasury bill yields went down to about 1%. Imagine your retirement and all your funds are in treasury bills and you have to earn 1% through a very difficult period, which means that you probably not even earn anything during that period. Secondly, is that, you know, if you have, but if you have a diversified portfolio, there's a great chance that you have some elements of your, of your portfolio in, you know, real estate, for example, you have some in fixed income and then maybe some, some inequities also. During lockdown, you know, as, as a case study, equity market, you know, rallied, you know, up positively to a great extent. Fixed income market was down to a great extent, but property value kind of appreciated. Yeah. Even though it was struggle to pay, pay rent was difficult because a lot of people were out of job. But the point is that the portfolio is, is balanced across those assets, you know, in a very, in a very, you know, way, there's a great chance that you survive and have some income. Maybe not what, what you expect, but at least there'll be some sort of balance where you're able to weather the storm through that period. So yes, you've got to look at your portfolio as a whole, you know, pay insurance asset allocation, diversify your portfolio enough so that you can return shocks like, like this. But as I say again, just always speak to, you know, professionals about these things. It's okay to know it by yourself, but just, just get that second opinion. So okay. that, you know, and, and so last, so let me stop it up. During that point, you know, Nigeria's currency lost a lot of value and we're not even sure the direction of, 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 of Naira against the dollar. And you know, people started seeking protection in dollars, and the price went up and up. But if you had a portfolio that had all of that, you know, in view, you could have adjusted very early. So imagine that you had captured dollar when it was at three euro, three sixty or thereabout. So you you can get a capital gain. You can also you know get a return on investment. And dollar returns during that period was even higher compared to any other investment. So plan is very important. Talking to people who know or who, who are in, in, well, every day involved in the market is very good because that way you can share your ideas and then be able to you know, use that information to take decisions that would improve the return on your investment. Oh, great. So lastly, um, it's good that you talked about diversification. So again, we are seeing an increase in appetite for foreign assets, foreign equities. People want to invest in uh, the US stock market and then we are seeing significant interest uh, also in um, cryptocurrencies and other digital uh, products. Uh, for you, what uh, I mean, first thing is, let me get your take on that. Do you think it's a welcome development or it's just the inevitable conclusion to the continual uh, depreciation in the currency? And in the light of the recent, <laughs> the recent ban by uh, the authorities, uh, how do you see this uh, shaping up um, over the next few years? Sincerely, I think that these things are not going to go away. You know, I'm sure when you know, people investors started, when traders started trading derivatives, this must be, you know, I wasn't, I probably wasn't privileged to that, that period, but I'm pointing that this kind of sentiment you get and feel as you get from, from, from the market as a whole. And appetite in the Nigerian market right now, you know, you, you can understand 
Yeah, you know, first it's a generation thing because you know they, they want to explore. They they are, they are very you know risk level is pretty high. They are very open and diverse. Also, you know, well vast in the well read. Obviously, the world is open. You can learn anything. You can read anything. So yes, and for the difference between what makes these things interesting, in my opinion, is that the information is already available for people to to access. Yeah. You know, if you want to buy crypto today, if you from from point zero to point one hundred, the information is available somewhere online that you can study and you can start trading. If you want to buy, you know, U.S. equities or U.K. equities or Asian equities today, that information is available, and there are platforms that are available for you to do that. Yeah. And those individuals, and I think if we look at market, what you find is that we don't we don't speak about these things enough. You know, not not everybody knows that you can trade Asian equities online in real time. Yeah. But you know, the more you push the information out, the more people know, the more they can then you know engage. So I feel these things are here for stay, you know, cryptos, trading, you know, forex. Yes, some people and this, but knowledge is very important in everything. Yeah. Because it is available, because someone says, you know, you can buy penny stock in America and make you know hundred percent. So yes, you can also make hundred percent loss. Yeah. You know, during the old drama of you know retail investors and, and institutional investors drama. Why some people made a lot of gain, some people carry a lot of loss. You know, the like stories of people who put up a lot of their money, people, people even withdraw from their pension fund and you know to, put, to, it, to put it, put it, yeah, took our insurance and put it in it and you know, for the new market is already. But and because knowledge is very important. Yeah. You know what's the right, are you right entry? We talked earlier you were asking about when it's good to go in and when to go out. One of the things we advise is that you stagger these things. Mm-hmm. If you plan to buy a million, if you plan to invest for a million, just if you want to invest in risky assets, just do it over time. In that cost averaging effect, where over time your your you know where even though the price goes up and down, on the average you can you can be balanced with a way that you can take advantage of up and downside. But when you just come in at once, you know, and you invest all that you have, and the market goes down, for example, you're unable to make an adjustment. Except you have more funds to keep averaging down, and who knows what the end is. But if you have a million and you just keep doing hundred and hundred and hundred and hundred over time, that way you're able to balance out over time, and you're also able to keep your cost at a very reasonable average level. Such a way that you know when market goes down, you can absorb the shock. On its upside, you can catch up the gain. Yeah, in such a short time, I think we will pack a whole lot. Thank you so much, um, Adini, for coming on the show today. Thank you very much for having I'm me. I'm sure I'll I'll, I'll I'll bring you sometimes, yes. sometimes in the future I'll be, as well. I'll be very happy. So to that's that's our show. Today. That's that's our show today, guys. Um, thank you for tuning in and listening. You can also uh, listening to the previous episodes um, on the platform. We'd like to hear from you. Send us emails on um, research at um, and we'd like to, to take those feedback and so that we can respond. And if you have questions or other inquiries to make, you can send us an email to the same um, web address. So that's our show today. See you um, next time. Bye. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Meristem. Meristem is not providing any financial, economic, or legal accounting or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. This information does not constitute investment advice and should not be used as the basis of any investment decision, nor should it be treated as a recommendation for any investment. All price references and market forecasts mentioned in this podcast correspond to the date of this recording, and reference to specific securities may not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell these securities and have been mentioned for the purposes of illustration only. Investors should also note that the views expressed may no longer be current and may have already been acted upon. If you need more information about the suitability of investments, we advise to speak to an authorized financial advisor. No statements made in this podcast are legally binding on Meristem 
or the recipients of this podcast. This podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced in whole or in part.